Last year, we moved into flat four. We'd have people over almost every night and soon people would turn up completely uninvited, which we loved. We wanted some time to sit and catch up each week so we could chat about what it's like to be in a creative industry like music, film, theatre, whatever. So we started a podcast. This is The Flat Forum. And this is season two. Remember, new episodes drop every Sunday at six and all our episodes are available on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever your preferred podcast listening site may be. Today's fearsome foursome are very special for quite a few reasons, actually. Firstly, they're a very natural, real, formed on a drunk night out kind of band. They're huge individuals that somehow fit together just right to make stuff happen, which is rare in itself. Secondly, they're independent and just headlined a sold out Scala, which is around 800 tickets, I believe. Oh, and they sold out Omira six months ago. Oh, and 75,000 people listen to their stuff every single week on Spotify. Not forgetting they did it all themselves. These guys released their first single back in 2016 and have amassed over six and a half million plays by themselves. They've toured Europe, worked with huge writers in their field, played at heaps of festivals and have just launched their new self-titled EP. Not a bad start for a group of lads that met at uni. Thanks so, so much for coming to Flat 4 despite having a gig tonight. Sammy, Rye, Alex and Connor of Luna Bay. Yeah. And I'm the host, Adam Rowley. How is everybody? Amazing. Good. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's all right. It's true. Lovely intro. We didn't do it all necessarily alone. We've got an amazing team behind us. Definitely, like, our manager, Ben, is is a hero. We've recently got a booking agent and stuff. So just shout-outs to everyone that's still plugging. For sure. Scenes. But yeah. no label? No. No label. No, we're still waiting <coughs> on one day. You don't need a label. <laughs> you help good. us out with money. <laughs> uh, what are you guys up to at the minute? Um, well, we've just come off Sorry, the back of the tour. Um, we've just come off the tour, um, and we, yeah, just released our latest single, the last song on the EP called Sleeping Alone, and we're just kind of chilling now for the rest, rest of the year, just going to be writing a lot, getting the new songs ready for the new year, go and record them in January, and then crack on for 2020. Yeah. It's the plan. You kind of just all breezed over the fact you've just been on a massive tour, though. <laughs> UK tour, yeah. It was our first headline tour, yeah. It went, yeah. went really well. You're European. It was, so fun. It was a gig in Paris. Oh, it was yeah, Paris, yeah, yeah, yeah. European tour. Come European on, big poster. Tour. <laughs> European tour. <laughs> We're playing Paris. Basically, <laughs> it's European tour now, yeah. <laughs> um, how was playing Scarlet? Because like, that's a massive venue to play for anybody, but you sold it out. Pretty standard. Sorry, <laughs> 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 straight in there. No, it's pretty scary at first yeah it was a bit like kind of pooping your pants a little yeah. bit before well we, we didn't we stage. didn't get to see the crowd build up because <coughs> like we were there like setting up and it's pretty much empty i'll stay that way for most of the night mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, one no one actually turned up we bought we bought our own tickets <laughs> <laughs> we paid everyone to go, okay? <laughs> um no but yeah it was, it was um to sort of see it pretty much empty and then the next time we sort of walk out mm. it's like oh, all those people round. yeah it's kind of uh yeah it's definitely haven't experienced the, that before yeah it's it's so humbling it was definitely one of the best nights of my life anyway it was yeah. crazy to have that much support and see see a project <laughs> you're working on so passionately relating to that many people you know and people singing along mm. it was crazy it yeah. was crazy. It was crazy. Someone headbutted me in the back of the head and nearly knocked me out. <laughs> yeah. Rob, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the footage is mental. Yeah. Mm. Was it the biggest crowd you played to? Yeah. I think it was, wasn't it? Mm. 
Yeah, well, yeah, without definitely. a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm debating this. No, 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 no yeah. Chuck Festival. There were a lot of people. Yeah, that was. Was that? I mean, it was. No, yeah. hundred percent the biggest people, crowd that mm. comes that were there for specifically us. To oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The best I life, mean, that so. wasn't the question, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was. True. It was hundred percent. Like out of all the gigs we've done, support or kind of headline, it was definitely the the biggest one we've ever done, and it was just mad. It was like. I don't know. We just kind of walked out. We it was like, a hell of a jump, wasn't it? Yeah. From my mirror. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the like jump from my mirror was the scariest. More than double. Yeah. Because I mean, we, I remember we were backstage at Omira just before we played. And we had like our booking agent there and we had like our um, live promoter there and they were like, oh, the next step. And we were kind of going, yeah, what, what is it? Omira like, next week? Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. Again. I was like, what, what, what no are we going to do? Come. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're going to do Scala. And I was like, excuse me. And then, <laughs> and then we were like, no, surely not. We were thinking maybe something else like Dingwalls or mm. somewhere. Moth Club or something. Yeah. And we were just like, no, they were like, yeah, no, Scarlet, we're going to book it for you and we're going to do it in November and it's going to be great. And we we just had no faith at all, all year. It's <laughs> it was so just scary. like, what are we going to do? What are we gonna we'd, do? A, we'd occasionally pick each other up. Like someone would be like, it's going to be sick. We're going to yeah, be fine. Yeah, at least one person yeah. in the band would be really positive about it. And, and then the next, next week, they'd be down there. <laughs> one would be like still on the hype from it's the other one picking them up. Be like, It'll be fine, mate. They'd be like, no, someone's going to come. Someone's going to be there. It's going to be disastrous. Is that why the Instagram posts like, went around in a circle? Like one at a time. You're yeah, like, come to like, my show. And everyone was like, I hate you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like someone for one month would be like, oh my God, Scarlett. And then it would be like, next month, you'd be you. And I don't know why we were like that though, because the ticket sales were pretty steady. You were like, the worst. I know, well, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> when we were getting the work. updates, they were solid all the way up yeah. to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, we were always on target. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. our booking agent Actually, yeah. was like, he, he wasn't worried. He wasn't worried at all. No, which, which was yeah. like, what? Why? Yeah. yeah. We were just over worrying, I think. Uh, yeah. And it was really good. Thank you. There's some great footage of you actually in the mosh pit. Is there? Yeah, yeah so <laughs> Seeing good. You bobbing along in hometown. You like lead the crowd. You like everyone opens up. I was on Charlie's shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, That's I think so I saw good. you. Yeah, everyone opens up around you, and you're in the middle, just like yeah, waving your finger in the air, <laughs> and then it just goes off. <laughs> Thank you for filming that. Uh, where did you guys all meet? Well, I know. Obviously, Ryan's a friend of the podcast. He came on with a. Uh, J Penis. <laughs> He's got a different nickname now. We can't say that. Is that his, that his podcast name? <laughs> Marcus called him all sorts of things on that Marcus podcast. Marcus calls him something worse now. Marcus, yeah. 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 We could one. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's something to mention. James, um, from the last podcast, he obviously plays with Ten Tons. Marcus, who was also on the same podcast, is your tour manager. Yeah. And James, drum tech for you, right? Yeah. 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 Which is they're pretty both cool. amazing, aren't they? Yeah, they're wicked. The most professional people, like, yeah, we're... We're like four lads, and then we're like lad. friends. We're like not no 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 like friends. You know we're like yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but we're just like messing around all the time. But those two are the most professional at the same time. It's they crazy, can hold yeah. it together. Like they'll have such a laugh with you. They'll have like beer, and it's and then like we'll be like chilling out and after the shows and stuff. And then but when it's actually their time to like work. You kind of just think, who are you? Like, yeah. like Marcus, wow. he was yeah. so serious. Like, not so serious, but we were like, chill out, dude. No, I'm joking. No, I'm actually joking. Sorry, Marcus, didn't mean that. He just like, I love you. I think you're really good at your job. Yeah, he did. I remember I saw him. He was, I was with one of my friends on merch. He did. Marta sold the merch for you Oh, yeah. We love Marta. She's great. But Marcus walked past me to get to the merch stand. I was like, hi, Marcus. He was like, yeah. 
And then yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember there was one point in the gig, fun. we were backstage and he was just like, right guys, everybody okay? Like, okay, everyone need anything? Okay, cool. I need to go for a security meeting right now. <laughs> and I was like, who are you? I was like, do you need some shades with that tool? I was like, he like walked up, he's like, I've got 15 minutes security meeting, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, like, there was, there was so much more going on that day yeah. that I, yeah, I didn't even no, I think, yeah, we It was sort of super like, serious. Marcus yeah. had totally held down. He, but he was we could have done it without him. I mean, he kept to his schedules, he like kept yeah. uh, like everything throughout the whole tour. The thing is with Marcus, he cares so much about what he does and he does care a yeah. lot about us, which yeah. is we're so yeah. lucky which for. Is, yeah. And without him, probably wouldn't be at the show. We'd be stuck <laughs> somewhere <laughs> like, in a van, <laughs> broken this, down. This might be the perfect time yeah. to tell everyone about the one time Connor tried to advance a gig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that one, right? <laughs> it was the best Actually, no, I don't because I didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> or me actually yeah, that's so yeah. Connor Bay tried to turned. advance a gig what do you mean by advance a gig <laughs> like so he tried to so basically what Marcus does for us is he organises everything running up to a gig and like <coughs> so he'll get sort out the venue the times he'll get all of our passes and when Connor tried to do it we turned up and we only had two wristbands for the band <laughs> and they refused Sammy well, they just didn't let you in yeah, they, so they refused Bay, them too Luna Bay turned into a duo for yeah. one night only you can't Luna duo. Yeah. Like, like it was only an acoustic set it was acoustic so it wasn't set, like, like, we, we were yeah. we basically did a gig um, Barton Farm <laughs> we'd done an acoustic set there and it was just me Riot and Sammy and we did like but you I mean you played bass and yeah. you played your electric and I had an acoustic and uh, we tried to like do that sort of same setup. and Alex was going to kind of come in and like hand out flyers for Scala and stuff and we got there and we were just like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're Luna Bay. We're coming to like play, play the little um, like little show, like if that's all right. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, you're all booked in. And then they just came out with two wristbands. They were like, yeah, only two of you can come in. They literally and I, wouldn't let you in. No, no, yeah. And, yeah, and I just turned around to Ryan. outside went, and had a pint. Whilst <laughs> yeah. we were in the, yeah. Not outside. It was like, yeah, yeah, it was in this weird. So we just kind of yeah. like, me and Ryan went in and played the show and came Which out. We're like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely nuts that they wouldn't yeah. let you in though. Yeah. Whereas Marcus gets us to every gig on time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm allowed in every time. It's <laughs> <laughs> always a good day when that happens. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need the rhythm section, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, too con. How was Barn on the Farm? Best gig you ever played? Barn on the Farm was actually yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Alex, a bit harsh. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We were so tight. Like, yeah. Barn on the Farm was actually brilliant. We did it through BIM as well. We did it through yeah, um, Michelle Humphreys. Amazing Michelle Humphreys. We. Um, I think you said afterwards that it would have been better with a bit of percussion. No, I said it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear him no. say that. <laughs> oh, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, no, um, it was really, really great, though. It was like we'd never played a strip back set before, like mm. ever. And we were well nervous, weren't we? We yeah. were like, oh, my God, it's going to sound crap. <laughs> and then, mm. then, like, we got down there, set up, and we were just before, who was it, Addy, Addy Solomon was yeah. headlining. Yeah. And um, he was brilliant. And we kind of got there, and we were, like, not really expecting, like, anyone's kind of come down and... We went on stage and the, like the it was rammed, wasn't it? Yeah. And they were like they knew the songs and everything, and it was really really cool show. Really like kind of nice. It was really intimate. It was a nice way because yeah. normally we just thrash through the songs and and like I love that. I think mm. that's really cool. And we don't have much talk in between, but it gave us a a good opportunity to like to show a bit of personality. Didn't yeah, it? we got to mm. chat a bit more to and the crowd. And just everyone felt of... really warm and welcome yeah. to it. 
Yeah, yeah really it was cool. wicked. Really loved it. But we did miss percussion. I will be <laughs> bringing my triangle down yeah. next time. <laughs> yeah. so. But no wristband. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I'm let in, <laughs> that's outside. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when, where did you guys meet? <laughs> so, I mean, all this cool stuff's happened recently. I mean, you've been doing cool stuff for years, but yeah. where did it all start? Um, well, it, I met you in sight reading in, in, in like our first ever lesson. Ever lesson. Um, I had nowhere to stay. <laughs> yeah, but Alex had nowhere to stay and he ended up didn't Alex just house. beg you to no I didn't I don't think I begged Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a bit weird he just had nowhere to live please can no I mean friends. I was so like here's the thing I really need somewhere to stay <laughs> no, I yeah. literally just met you no, first but I need to say well. like, I need to make a really good friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man <laughs> But then I found out he he was from like he was kind of rich. Then I just rinsed him every time we went out. <laughs> I remember the first time we ever went out, we went to like um I don't know where did we go? We went to Broadway bar. Oh, that was spending. And you went you went can I have a vodka lemonade? And I just went make them doubles. And I yeah, that was before I knew how expensive it was in London. Yeah. And was like, I knew, and I was just like, yeah, like 30 man. quid for um, <laughs> two drinks or something ridiculous. But like, we met in sight reading and in like one of our lessons at uni and we were like, oh man, we're like, yeah, like you can stay at mine if you haven't got a flat and stuff. So he lived at mine for like three weeks and then... You showed me some of the songs. Showed him some of the songs, but writing. we were both on the drum degree. So I was just like, yeah, I don't want to start a band like, and be... A it took me about a year to convince you to, convince me, to yeah. start. And then... Then we were like a folk band. We were about two weeks. Folk band, like a two-piece folk band. Yeah. yeah. And then that flopped hard. Because mm. we were like, these suck. <laughs> and, um, That's when I stopped getting involved in the songwriting. Yeah, because we were trying to songwrite together and they were just progressively like... Worse. Getting worse. And then <laughs> like, I mean, not because of yeah, you. You're like, probably better on your own. Yeah. <laughs> but then we, started, uh, then we started going a bit more sort of like, I guess like indie. And we were just... Wrote and then uh, and then colours kind of popped out of it all and then I met Rai. Um, I met Sammy first. Sammy oh, I didn't. Yeah, I met. I met fuck Sammy. So, you met Rai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rai's the big deal in this band. So I, <laughs> there you go. You're the best I, I knew of Sammy because <laughs> Alex had me. met him. Um, uh, Everyone knew. Uh, of I met Alex. At, I met Alex at house party and he made a great impression because he gave me a big bottle of Budweiser ah. and that was like the first yeah, I was time trying to line up the next place to stay <laughs> after college <laughs> 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 just being kicked out of college yeah. 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 yeah do you like Budweiser yeah, yeah. I love bedrooms yeah. <laughs> I need to yeah, make quite my a few second best that guy, friend yeah. yeah I saw quite a few people with those <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so you met at house party yeah. you met in song, uh, sight reading and then I met you well I actually met you on our freshers week by me you means were so right. drunk like <laughs> absolutely the most drunk I think one of the most drunk I've ever seen you and I didn't know who you were and I was like look at this dude I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like absolutely mullered I remember like trying to get a Boris bike from Waterloo and ride it all along I South was, Bank I was waving embankment and then I got to Chelsea Bridge just after Chelsea Bridge and I could see it and I was like, I've missed it. And as I looked, I rang Alex. I was like, Alex, are you on the boat? And he was like, yeah, mate. And he went, look over. And I looked to the boat and he just was there right on the edge going, <laughs> <laughs> just sticking his like fingers on it. I was like, for fuck's sake. I... And then I got to Chelsea Embankment because I thought there might be another boat. You were there, you missed it. And we walked from Chelsea Embankment to Spoons <laughs> back to Fulham Broadway. 
and you threw up the whole way on the way back. <laughs> oh, and yeah, I was yeah, like, who right. is this guy? But you didn't know each other? No. And, and then you and asked then him to be in a band? it wasn't until well, like six months house. later. Oh. Which we heard about on the last episode <laughs> with Ryan. <clears throat> We did. And then um, nice link we went... And Episode then... six, I believe. <laughs> About 15 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> and we met and we started the band. And that was it. And then Scarlo and it was just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've been in the band and we quit this shit. <laughs> uh, met you in a like, party out. I don't know, it was like a uni party and then... I just said, oh, I need a guitarist. And you were like, I play guitar. And then saw your guitar. It's a very nice guitar. And then I went home and went to bed. <laughs> no, that is loosely true. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So you, you, um, yeah, I remember like saying to you, I was like, mate, I really, really need to like, like get, get a guitarist because it was like... <laughs> well, you showed me Colours. And we said colours. this in the last podcast, but yeah, you showed me an early demo of Colours and a song that I listened to the other day old old demo called Half, Half Light. Light yeah. oh, that was the first one that's we quite, song. I quite like that it gave me yeah. butterflies yeah. and I was like yes I want to be a part that's of nice. this it's amazing like that. that's quite a good that. song I listened to it the other day and I got the same butterflies so maybe we should think about that heard so. it here first yeah. uh, Alex and Sammy do you write as part not, of this uh, not re- not in how does it work the writing process because obviously I know Raya has a solo project that he writes um, for and Connor writes, but do you guys yeah. get involved in that or? No, Con- not Connor really, just no. like forces us to do everything and we, we, have we do no, write we songs, have no they autonomy. just don't make the cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, let's hear them. We get, we get sort of regular sort of like threats, like saying don't write any songs. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, we don't, we sort of, we have like as a band, like finished off songs maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely. Maybe like ho- Hometown, I pretty sure we, yeah, like we all, all had parts like, yeah, yeah because there was parts to hometown that i remember having the original demo and we kind of had the riffs there and stuff and nothing really sat right with the demo and then it wasn't until we got in a room and it's the, it's probably the only i think it's the bass line that like makes the song yeah. so good. <laughs> i've always said that i've always said i think it's the bass and really? the drums on yeah. that track yeah, yeah people people just come up to me in the street and say that <laughs> that is the one song i think we spent that's the, the most, most time band, like, in a room yeah, where we actually yeah, wrote yeah, yeah, because the ideas were all there, but it was it was never finished on a demo. And I don't know, it was until we got in the room and we were like, okay, let's try out the different stuff. And, and we it took the past so many it. times. So, so many, many versions different, different of Hometown. Really? We literally, the chorus to Hometown. Um, you changed that last minute just as we were On the day record. of recording. Yeah. It wasn't even before. It was like in the room. What was as, it before? So it was exactly the same sort of structure as it is, and it kind of does that down bit where it's like, so if, if I, I go, and then it does that, and then it drops into that. And the bass is going like, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I told him to cut the bass, I was like, tear that shit out. Yeah, so then it goes into the like, sort of like synth drop bit, and where the, it was originally like this kind of really chorusy, reverby guitar riff, and it was totally different. It was like, mm. And then we like put it in and we were like, this sounds really shit. And then we said to Mitch, the guy we were recording with, um, we were like, let's make up something else. And we kind of just had this idea of it just kind of going across the rhythm that kind of da, 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 and then we kind yeah. of fit the, the, the notes around I remember it. The, the night we, before we... The night before we hadn't, we were going to record guitar, mm. and we didn't actually have the Did we melody make up the night riff. Before? I don't know. And I, well, I tried making up something. I came in with a few ideas, and 
I was playing them and they were all a bit complex. And I remember yeah. you all listening and you were like, I've like shown you the different ideas. It, yeah. And Mitch was actually like, that's a really Mitch good bit. Repeat yeah. that. And I was like, what? And he, we repeated it. Like, that's what a good producer does, right? He yeah, picks right. out the, exactly. he hears what, he hears the bit. And he, he basically made that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the bit where, cause he, it went the last time. It was like, and then you went to like something else. And you just went, I was picking away. Yeah. We just made your idea more simple, didn't we? Yeah. It was just simple. And yeah, I mean, so, but the amount of versions we went through that so even Little yeah. Amsterdam so that was made that was on the, the day well. of recording it wasn't it yeah. that's yeah. nice uh, and Colours has nearly hit a million plays now have you been keeping an eye on that oh. 946,000 I oh think oh my god that's pretty good nice. I love that song pretty nuts yeah Hometown's on three and a half mil so it just, yeah. no, it's just just gone over three now oh sorry sorry sorry. sorry let's say three and a half three and a half three and a half, yeah. three and a half. Three and a half. Three and half mil correct him and say less <laughs> wow. 33 yeah, million so basically all of us went to BIM yeah, um, yeah. I think you guys were you're above me even he went to BIM did you really get to BIM we have a guest today yeah. say hi hello <laughs> yeah. a spectator for the podcast uh, Robert Castellino in the building <laughs> Robert Shout out to uh, Castells. Yeah, Castells. Go listen to Great him. band. Thank you very much. Playing a gig. A gig this Thursday. Well, so two weeks ago on Thursday. Two weeks ago Thursday, they smashed this. their oh, yeah. show <laughs> in the garage. It was, it was, was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Why Bim? Because it gets a lot of flack, and I've said on this podcast so many times that like whenever anyone asks, my default is, oh, shit. But then mm. after two seconds, I'm like, actually, <laughs> wouldn't have this podcast, wouldn't be living yeah. here, wouldn't be doing all this yeah, stuff so without it, right? I'm exactly the same. Exactly. Like, exactly I think same. I was there. Although I, d- I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. All right. But it was, it was, there, there is, <laughs> yeah, there's always gone. stuff where you're like, oh, <coughs> frustrating aspects of it. Yeah. But like we wouldn't be here if we weren't. Yeah, if we hadn't gone. And game, so. like all the opportunities, like a lot of the opportunities we, early on came yeah. Yeah. through BIM. So we, had, through, yeah. we wouldn't have got a manager without like the what was it? Live the under the, un- the un- yeah, like Newcastle under the bridge. The mm. thing is as well, like yeah. even the little things that we got at the start, which funny, little they were massive to us. Like when we got them, like yeah, so the first thing me and you did. First thing we ever did was get our we, uh, were, we were little drumming, drummer boys, little drummer boys, <laughs> Susan Boyle. <laughs> What's up? What the yeah, really? Was yeah. Um, Do you remember Susan's? album party it was insane oh, this, Susan, oh. hashtag yeah, Susan, Susan album party yeah, yeah and it was Susan album party yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite yeah, yeah. 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 We, we didn't turn up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, um, that was like three weeks in it was in. three weeks in we were yeah. uh, another freshest thing under the Brit that's where I asked him for all those drinks and um, <laughs> Michelle Humphreys came up to us and was like you guys fit the criteria. We <laughs> were like, can you be uh, up for this audition that we've yeah. got? And we didn't know what it was. And then we kind of got the email through. It was like, little drum boy. We're like, oh, I'll see where I've got it. And then uh, <laughs> so we you were like... great in a jockstrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't out in mankini outfits. <laughs> <laughs> we said this before. <laughs> <laughs> but then we, we got... Yeah, we did that. Me and Alex got to go to like ITV. And like we played like um, on the Paul O'Grady show. And we we just started BIM and we were like, oh my God, we've like already done something that a lot of people kind of have been at BIM and not even been able to get, which was really lucky and felt really lucky to have that. And then we got like an audition straight away f- um, 
for Ellie Golden at the Brit Awards and stuff. So we got to go and experience the whole audition side for that. We didn't get it. We were, weren't yeah, tall we enough for that one. Yeah, we had to do a lot of dancing. We did a lot of dancing. And then we were told we weren't tall enough at the end of the That's audition. Fair enough. Yeah. So we were like, I mean, oh man. Yeah, they needed dancers really, didn't yeah. they? Not yeah. me and you. <laughs> trying, to, trying to do the dance routine. I no. couldn't we play and dance. What were you doing? Really Not playing drums. Yeah, playing drums. But oh, like a drum that you strapped to yourself. And then had to do a dance routine. Yeah. And then, but yeah, so like with Bim as well, like, I don't know. It, like you said, like us meeting was the whole like point, point of, of it. Yeah, it became and the whole point. Yeah, it became yeah, the whole yeah. point because yeah. before for me it was just solely I just want to be a drummer. I just want to be a session musician. And then after us meeting and kind of doing the gig, meeting the management, it just felt like that was all sort of down to being. We kind of have to give it all the credit. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I was the only thing that for me that was the downside. It was just I was there for so long. I was there for like five years, and because I did foundation and three years and then had to repeat a module one module for a third year which was like kind of like oh my god i gotta go back for an hour a week that's so long but um i, I think i'm i hold the record for the least attendance though <laughs> what was it in the that least last attendance like, with the most like zero percent <laughs> yeah it was, uh, i think my third year was six percent but six percent yeah big up <laughs> i remember i remember going into a meeting they were like you've been in six percent of the year and i was like what how much did that year cost you Oh, just something disgusting, like seven grand. A serious moment right here. <laughs> no, no, but like the reason why, like I was, yeah, it, it was just like in and out of hospital while I was at the time. And then at the end of like my actual proper third year, my appendix burst. And then Shock. I was like, <laughs> I mean, there's then, a lot of excuses. Like, <laughs> 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 Your appendix I don't think anyone actually day. cares. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just turned into a sob story. Yeah. <laughs> Get violin down. Well, I, uh, going back to the question, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Connor. Move on from your health. No one cares. Right, how's your health? Is it all right? <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came because I'm from West Wales and I wanted to live in London. Okay. And um, Bim, was, Bim was my choice, really. Bim and Westminster. Mm. Yeah, Westminster yeah. was my. That was ours as well, wasn't it? My microphone just fell apart. <laughs> uh, you, you kind of glanced over you went to BIM started the band we were all there having a lovely bummy time and then you met management how do you uh, meet yeah, a yeah, and, and I ask everyone this and I know it's a stupid question because there isn't a way to meet a manager but how did you meet your management we performed uh, Live and Lyrical under the bridge yeah. didn't we and who was your manager well it was really weird we didn't actually meet him that night we um, had a few sort of managements down that night that were invited down by BIM yeah and I think we played the same night Actually, yeah, yeah, we played with Charlie the same night. Oh, yeah, of course. Show. Yeah. Sick. Posted on the wall. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, see. Mm. Yeah, like, it was, it was, that was such a good gig. That was, like, one of the, probably one of the best gigs we, like, ever played. Because it was one song, but we just came off and we'd never felt, like, anything yeah. like it. Yeah, kind of playing the, the show. we like, played, like, live together, yeah. really. And we were like, oh, my God, like, that was amazing. And then we kind of went outside and then we kind of heard that a few managements liked us and stuff and they'd like mentioned us to some people from BIM. And then we got emails like the next day from like so many like... Five or six. Five or six yeah. people. Like there was like two labels and like four managements and they'd all messaged us being like, we all want to come down to one of your rehearsals. Let's like 
have a chat and stuff. And we sure. were like, yeah, sure. So we um, we got to rehearsal. To come to one rehearsal, didn't we? We got them <laughs> all. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee, that was the best well, bit. We're not going to do six rehearsals. It's a power. The best thing was, you can all come to one and fight over it. They all, so they all two, turned two up. stools and six of you. They so can fight. Yeah. They can bid. The yeah. best yeah. thing was is that they all turned up and they all looked really like, kind of shocked that they were in the same oh, room. Oh, but they yeah, all knew each other. Half of struggled to get those little passes to get in the building at BIM. So we just got told that like three of them were stuck upstairs at reception the rest could come in <laughs> so like they all were sitting there going oh you're right Jay. oh you're right yeah. so you're in a while and we were going oh my god they actually know each other and then like yeah. so like they kind of walk in and they sat down and then they all just went right yeah like play us play some stuff and we, we played colours again I mean and yeah it's, it's, it's worthy to note that at this point we only had yeah, one song well the right? one song so we played colours we finished colours and they were like yeah that's the one we heard anymore did we, we only have one yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we went and we literally just went to them we don't have any more. And they just went, uh, maybe I'm leaving I thought, or something. I, thought we had I swear we had something else. No, I don't know. I think we played Colours. Because then we <laughs> went, no, no, no. You didn't get the point of the show. We only played one song. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh. And then I just saw the label people just look at each other and go, all right, we're going. And then, the, but then the management people, like there was two that stayed like long for quite a while. And then it ended up being this one guy who worked for Global. Yeah. Um, was like, really like you guys like message me like keep me updated and stuff and everyone that came down to his like see us that was really nice they just went keep us updated just go away like um write more songs, write more songs go play some live shows and stuff and just work on it for a year mm. sort of like and um so we did that and then but yeah and then immediately afterwards like i got this phone call from our manager now ben and he rang me up and was like my basically the guy who works for me um came down to your show he's shown me your song he was just like asking those questions like so what's your plan what are you doing he went it's this and then i told him everything like this was the only song we had with a new band and he was just like can we go for a meeting he was like really want to like chat to you guys we went for a meeting with him and we were just like such a nice guy sounds great like if you want to manage us we'd love we'd love it and then it was just from day one we had him yeah mm. so it was extremely lucky. Like it was like crazy, but yeah, so is it lucky. just a, a vibe then? Was it for you? Yeah. Yeah. So you met was... a few because you met a few people. You met yeah. industry and a lot of people. Han we well they've been on yeah last week would have been Hanny and they were saying on their podcast that they met all these people and this it's so easy to be taken. So yeah. you meet a label exec and they're like, hey, here's an amount of money and like yeah, here's yeah, a big contract yeah, they, and we're going to do this chat. Yeah. Right, and, and it's so easy to be to just sign Swayed. on the line yeah, like, oh yeah, my god yeah. here we go I'm, I've made it yeah. do you just get a vibe with the right person and you don't we had a bit of probation like a probation period with Ben as well like we didn't sign to like a management contract it was, like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a whole yeah, year yeah, later yeah, yeah. we really so. kind of just took it bit by bit with him because he, he knew really he understood that, that we he? were really kind of did mm, news and a bit nervous and a bit like oh we don't mm. really want to sign anything straight away and we, there was enough I remember there was another manager as well that were really like keen on us and we really liked the guy from that management as well but it was just more like every time we ended up meeting up with ben he just seemed to be like the one that we wanted to go with yeah and we were like yeah we're, we're sold we're he like, was just like he was quite traditional as in he'd be like um i work off off a handshake and like i'm, I'm a loyal guy you know he yeah. also done it for a lot longer than the other yeah he seemed to be like he had a lot more experience yeah yeah so yeah he's been it's been him since day one, which is nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right. Hello. Sorry, I'm just going to just block <laughs> everyone on that side of the room. Out a second. No Close leg. your eyes. Um, <laughs> you're in Luna Bay, but you also have your solo project, which isn't 
like you're not grinding at that at the minute but how do you balance the, the two because for a few years you did um yeah i'm not really grinding at that at the minute i mean that's exactly yeah, that's, what i just said a... actually but i mean you can say it again if you like <laughs> <laughs> well you just answered the question that's how i do it i don't really do the other one anymore because um once you've played in a band it's just it's a shared experience and like i've done so many gigs by myself and i've gone to festivals by myself and like i've always taken a friend or whatever but on stage it's so it's it's not as soon as you've shared the stage with other people that are experiencing the exact same thing as you and you're all having as equal fun it it becomes a tribe and a team you know and and that's something that i want to be a part of so i'm i'm plugging that and that's what i love and that's what i want to do and so yeah, I would like. Yeah, that's about it. So I, re- I haven't really done my solo stuff for a while, but yeah. that's really cute. That's I'd, be, re- so I'd be very proud of your guitarist, guys. That's really that's warming. Nice. You're gonna sack me. Oh, you do a solo project? What? Second off, never. You haven't got time. No, I love. I love Rise Solo Stuff. Like me too. We we. It's a great. I mean, I remember like trying to get you in the band, and I was like, never gonna do it. He's got his two inches, like his solo stuff. I was like. And I'd seen I'd seen you somewhere play, and I was like sick, and yeah, it was just kind of a bit like it was really hard to think. I think in a way, because I was like trying to te- not tear you away from it, but I was like trying to share you in both aspects. And I knew that you were kind of a bit like apprehensive at the start. Yeah, definitely. And then um, <laughs> now we got you. <laughs> no, but like, no, no but like at the same time, like it, I think it'd be yeah, definitely like it's so nice to see you do still have that, and you can always like pick that up whenever you want and yeah. go and play a show and you can do and n- you never know how far that might go with your solo and stuff you actually well. supported us once didn't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh funny. my god that was a funny that was in Ipswich yeah. oh, the, wow. the support act we were headlining this show in Ipswich and um, their support act no no we, we were the support the oh, headline what? dropped out oh what yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. and then so they were like what we need someone to support and you're like, right, I'll do it. Yeah, because <laughs> you had it. You had all your stuff. Because you were playing a show that oh, you were going. I just sh- played somewhere else. Well, you just it? played somewhere. So we got up there, and they were, we literally on the way up. We got like a call from the promoter, and they were like, "Headliners pulled out. Uh, you guys are headlining now." And we were like, "We don't have enough songs for a headline set. We'll play thirty minutes." And they were like, "Yep, it's fine. As long as you play thirty minutes." We we're like, "Yep, sweet." Got there, and then they were like, "Can anyone support?" And we were just all in the car, and we just looked at Ryan. Went, "Do you want to do it?" And you were like, "Yeah." So it was so funny when we like you really? played. We played to like no yeah. one as well. That I think right, you no, played to Ryan more played than played to the most because this bar that we played in seven. Yeah, well, no, but it, no, it was more. No, than that there was quite a few. It was like this bar we played in in Ipswich. It's like. We played in there once before and um, we got told that it's sort of like a bar where people go to sort of have like a pre-drink before mm. they go out to like the clubs and stuff. So Rye played to like a lot of people sort of drinking and stuff. They were all loving it. Then we got up, everyone fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like literally the whole Going venue the left. Probably we played, so we, tired. <laughs> we played to the, like the bar stuff. Oh, there are people like, sitting at the bar, sitting like <laughs> sort of side of This stage, is really important like, though, because yeah. I, I talked with Charlie for a bit and it, people don't understand when you say to them like, I've li- this has been said on another podcast I listened to, but mm. you, you're like, oh no, we played a show to no one. And they're like, oh cool. And I, I'm like, no, I mean literally, literally no, no one. one. Like yeah. the guy who drove the bus and the guy who tour managed us. And that was it. And like the barman was back, like doing something back behind yeah, the bar. Yeah. There was no one yeah. there. It's, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. They are it? the hardest, hardest shows. Like 
because it's just like you think it does really make you think when you get a show like that you kind of think what are we what are we doing and right and it makes you doubt absolutely everything mm. where you think we're t- we're just wasting our time like why have we even bothered to come in? But well, then the, it just takes one person to be in there yeah, who, it, who like enjoys the it thing. and knows someone you have one per- even if it is the barman or the like the bar staff or someone like you kind of sit there yeah. and you're like if they're enjoying it and you come off stage and they went, that was amazing or something, and they say, like, really enjoyed it and they check you out, that's at least one person you play to and uh, who's yeah. having a good time. I think every, every gig you have to play like you're playing to, well, not necessarily, you know. But you have got to perform like you're playing to a, a big crowd, really. You can't just sort of yeah. um, go through it, just, mm. like, go through the motions with it. Because you even even if you, like play to two people and they both love it that still you know has a small impact yeah and, you know 100% yeah don't underestimate how how those things can you know because as up. well like that one person who might be in there might be someone from like a label or who, know, might be or someone who knows from, someone who, who knows, knows someone, someone you know, or something know, so you, it's yeah. like it's it literally any gig could be the one gig that changes like everything so it's yeah it's definitely important our first ever gig was the one gig that changed everything like we were saying earlier getting a manager and stuff for it and yeah. we had one song it's also so, formative though isn't it playing those gigs to no one and like yeah 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 touring in like a shit car for yeah, yeah. you gotta go yeah. through it if you can yeah, play to five you. people on like no sleep and do an insane show yeah then when yeah. you're doing Scala yeah. it's well easy has yeah. anyone here played Scala? <laughs> did, I don't know did you want to name that I don't know <laughs> Has <laughs> anyone here played Barn on the Farm? <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been let in. <laughs> um, how do you guys famously take a indie pop band which has been done to death and then make it sort of a pop banger? We don't. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're so, mistaking us with another band. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like you're, so you're no, yeah. a standard setup of guitar, bass, drums, yeah. vocal guitar, right? Been done a thousand and one <coughs> times, but you sound like a pop band, not like right the yeah. Kooks, for okay. example. Um, where, where, how's like what's the writing process, and then when did you record it, and like how did that happen? Um, I mean, when we started it, I was kind of very focused on writing heavier indie sort of stuff, more alternative rock, and I that's what I really liked, and I kind of met Alex and you didn't really like that stuff at the time and we kind of went a bit lighter into like that's where we got colors from we kind of then did that so it was a bit more in the middle and then smoke and mirrors was a bit of a dark I think if you go too heavy there's a bit of a ceiling and with pop it's kind of you can go as far as yeah, yeah i mean true, yeah. i just we, i think we kind of just looked at it and we'd i'd been in so many different bands sort of growing up a lot of metal bands where it's so hard like i've been in a metal band with rob Hey, hey, Rob. <laughs> um, so, I, like, we'd been about, and it's that even that is such a struggle. That kind of whole genre to kind of really break into because yeah. there are so many brilliant bands that are doing so well that it's so hard to kind of get in there and kind of do it. But it seemed like we we were writing and we were like, okay, this this is kind of like seems like easy for us to write it kind of flowed a little bit better and mm. the tunes just started falling out a little bit more and recording wise it was we've been through like quite a few different recording processes with different producers and 
I think it's just finding that one person as well who can translate it and make it a lot better from my crappy little demos right. that I do at home. I think as well, like all of us in the band are really keen on melody. Like everyone, everyone can feel it when the melody feels right and fits. And like even our manager, he's like, he's so like melodies his thing he like doesn't listen to the lyrics as much but if it's got a beautiful melody and it sits right then like even Alex if I play something on the guitar and we're just jamming he can be like can you try this that you know everyone's got an ear for it mm. and um you yeah. can hear that though in your stuff because it's so melodic mm. yeah like every part even even the drum parts to some extent are very I want to say rhythmic obviously drums are rhythm instrument yeah. but like mm -hmm. they have like a melodic curve to the rhythm it's not just a four four yeah. groove the whole yeah. way through yeah. yeah i mean that's like what like we're talking about hometown like hometown is probably one of the most sort of linked like instrumentals like sort of songs between all of us we're all yeah. sort of playing the same rhythm in especially in the intro and the verses we're all doing yeah. the dun, dun, digga, digga, dun. drums are going digga, 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 digga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it's it's stuff like that we really and we really like kind of doing and yeah it's like pop song pop indie band. and it's your voice as well let's not forget oh. your beautiful soup <laughs> soft the angelic vocals. voice of Conor O'Neill yeah. <laughs> it's just it's most like of the time anyway we, we go on writing <laughs> sessions and stuff we've had it recently and yeah, we've who, been, who have you been writing with um right with uh, a few different people yeah, the last uh, one of the main guys we wrote with Dan Weller yeah, he's, he's the guy amazing. we co-wrote Sleeping Alone with okay he was he's brilliant really good producer and really good songwriter that's yeah. the first song we've that we've released that's actually got co-write on which is cool that's cool but like for the, for that example we were writing that song and probably probably a couple others and dan literally said like he just said to connor man your voice just sounds good with whatever like <laughs> whatever you're singing it sounds amazing so yeah were you always a singer connor no um well uh, uh, I've done like when I was younger, I was in like primary school and I was always in the choir and I then ended up doing sort of like the solos at school and stuff. Oh, Here we go. Didn't they? Yeah. 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 It's Robin Hood in year six. It was the musical. He's an actor as well. Yeah. Wow. Do you have to wear green tights? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Similar to the ones he's got on now, actually. And um Yeah, and then I kinda went to but then when I started secondary school, I really kinda went away from that and I started playing drums and I was playing piano a little bit at the time and then kind of dropped piano it was just drums was my main thing I was just like all yeah, I want to yeah, do yeah. is do that and then I got to like 15 and then started uh, playing guitar and again Rob in the room he taught me guitar <laughs> <laughs> he, he taught me like like the first few things on guitar I ever learned and because he was playing guitar like loads in school and then I picked I've just really wanted to always learn and then I kind of picked it up started writing songs sort of straight away and but I never showed anyone never really kind of mm. wanted to do it I mean we'd me and Robert play together and we'd sing and stuff and then um but then we when we did start our first band I was the drummer but I was also the singer because we couldn't find a singer <laughs> so I was like we never gigged ever <laughs> we just like Phil Collins <laughs> yeah yeah but I couldn't drum and sing at the time it was like it was so hard I used to find it so hard and then I was like, I can't do like full, full song on drums. It just yeah. looks silly. So, um, yeah. And then it wasn't until really when me and Alex started the band and 
it changed my mind sort of. Uh, well, it, the one thing that did change my mind was us playing the gig together. After actually playing and playing to a crowd and feeling really good about it, that's when I was like, okay, I want to be guitarist and singer now. That is so cool. And then I still had another three years of being to do and I was like, oh my God, I didn't do the drum degree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, <clears throat> two like really opposing questions for everyone actually. Uh What's the most important thing someone needs to know about being in a band? Um, what were those three things? Was like, uh, yeah, this don't is be good late, one. don't be a dick, and don't be shit, and don't be shit, and you're allowed to drop one of those. I think we're all of those. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. One of those that you're allowed to drop so each time. We What's went that? to Amira's opening night for like when the, <laughs> when the venue opened. We got invited down by Maz, who's an absolute hero, works with Communion. And um, yeah, it was that that night that we met these people, and they gave us this bit of advice, and we have carried it on forever. Which yeah. which is What's that? Was that it me? Was, after I was down the stairs and got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. That. It was don't be late, don't be shit, and oh, don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and you're allowed to. Was it two out of the? Th- yeah. It? So if you do one wrong, so if you're late, you can't be shit and you can't be a dick. You have yeah. to be really nice yeah. to everyone. And you've got to play really well. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, um, that's we kind of took that forward, didn't we? And, and if you're shit as a band, you've yeah. just got to be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is my entire career. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, yeah. If you're not good, but you're just nice <laughs> yeah. to everyone, it, like, you get to a certain point. Mate, I think, but I think if you're, if you're in a band, you have, to be, um, you have to get on with people you're in a band with yeah definitely because like we've been on tour together mm. you're in a van for hours on end and we argue things, all the time things can <laughs> no, things no, can really no, heat up no no we, but, 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 no no but oh yeah yeah oh we're not things, talking about the passport oh we're not talking about um, we will but, 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 well, you know, we all but, just mess around but, <laughs> people, some people take it too far and people get hurt <laughs> some people no, but, end up in a and e but 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 gen Genuinely, <laughs> seriously. So we can we, we do. <laughs> I'd rather not if it's all the same. <laughs> but, but no, 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 no. We need to find out in, in, in the tour section, which is coming up. Yeah, after oh, oh, brilliant. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, well, this will segue in because we we do like laugh like all the time. On yeah, the tour bus. Like, yeah, it's amazing yeah, we, how we just yeah. you know. I think, but it's one, almost non-stop. One thing about being a band, you've just got. to if you, it depends like sort of how you're doing it as well like if you want to be in an, an artist or you want to be in a band or anything like that anything to do with music you've got to treat it completely as a business as well yes it's like if you don't treat it as a business it it will always just sort of be a bit of fun and yeah. you kind of have to take everything into consideration like it's takes up so much time in your life like to try and you and then obviously money is an issue all the time because if you're not signed if you don't have those kind of like really good things that may come later you've got to have a job to pay the bills you've got to kind of do everything and then on top of that try and further your career and do that stuff so mm. it's really it's a difficult a lot of the time do, do you, you all work part-time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all got part-time jobs i'm i work in a bar Oh, there's no shame. Uh, no, I'm not no, saying yeah, it to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. shame, shame, shame. Ah, <laughs> no, uh, uh, you got yeah. part-time. <laughs> you suck. Actually, if it wasn't for BIM, we wouldn't have amps. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. we won that funding. We won a funding yeah. for Exactly. Like, I mean, we were so lucky. Yeah. BIM gave us, um, we won a funding thing through BIM. Like and a grant or something. Oh, cool, a grant. Yeah. And we were able to buy amps because we just couldn't afford them at the time. And yeah. That's nuts. It was, a mate, like, we couldn't believe it. And now we've had, we toured those same amps. 
still, mm-hmm. like we've still got them. And it's just, yeah, it's just treating it like a business, treating it really serious, but also have fun with it. It's mm. still the most fun like we have. Like mm. when we go on tour, we we do, before it? we get to tour, which is like a big. That's pretty much where I want to finish. Yeah, our cool. little journey together. <laughs> uh, what's the hardest part about being in Luna Bay? <laughs> uh, Rob, Rob was pointing at Alex. <laughs> no, that's, that's not true at all. We'll get there. Mate. <laughs> Come don't back you worry. Two minutes. I what the hardest thing is. I think it's sometimes. I don't know. I think. I don't think it's for, like... for a lot of a lot of times. Um. It can feel, it's the same as any profession, you know, when you're, it's the same as any, when you're in your 20s, you want everything instantly. Yeah. You want to be like, you want to be doing, you want to be touring forever or like you want, you want that big sports lot, you want it now, you want to play Glastonbury, you want it now. And so I think the hardest thing is being patient and working towards a goal and not being like disheartened that you, you're not, you're not doing that already, you know. And since uni, it's been just fitting it in. Because now we've all got yeah. jobs. Yeah. Mm. Just getting, it's like, the time getting off. the time. Yeah. And yeah. just everything. It's like, I think it's the stuff that's sort of, yeah, like, you want it now. It's when you feel like it's going stagnant mm. and you're kind of thinking, oh, my God, it's not going anywhere. Like, what are we actually doing? Am I wasting my time? And you'd constantly self-doubt. You'd doubt the, the little, yeah. stuff. little voices in your head. The voice in your head going, just quit. But then, <laughs> but then something but pops up. And then always, yeah. Something always pops up. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you like, kind of feel like you're kind of going, oh, where's this going? Some, yeah, like something will always pop up. Like mm. a tour might pop up or a really cool gig or you've your song's got on like the radio or something. Yeah. Even if it's something even smaller, just like, I don't know, Play just an email from anything, someone yeah. just being like, we've checked you out. Like this is going on this playlist or something something will always be there to kind of perk you up or even kind just of... like a message from a fan yeah who's like, exactly a message like, from yeah. a fan from being like com- we love this song we found you through blah 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 mm. and we, we absolutely love your band That's we cool. follow and it's just it's really nice it kind of everything can just pick you up in an instant and so. also it's that shared experience again with the band like having that and then being able to, when someone is feeling a bit low about it, being able to pick each other up. Yeah, and be yeah. Like, come on, let's. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. going to be sick. Just enjoy everyone. it. Yeah, it's not. We're lucky. Like at least we're not sort of like not all down at the same time. Like, no four one ever eels. gets that down. I don't know. What this <laughs> no, is. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Connor's depressed hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Us are like, I think we uh, have. Cheer we up, have, mate. Yeah, we we <laughs> have like moments where we, you know, someone can be a bit like, yeah. like you know, worrying. Yeah, about but stuff, I think I think it's just pessimism. It's not like. It's not no, 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 oh, no, 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 it's just like, ne- us... like negativity about, yeah. you know, where yeah. we're going. But no stage where any of us like, like, we don't want to do this anymore. No, 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 thing. It's just like a little thing we need to like, you know, just support each other all the yeah. time. Yeah, it's just yeah. being there. So it, that's the main thing as well, supporting each other, like being there, being like, is everyone all right? How's everyone yeah. doing? And like kind of meeting up. Answering the phone, Connor. What, one of my favorite. That's the hardest thing about this fucking band. <laughs> one of my favorite people uh, who I've heard speak is a guy called Jack Antonoff, who's the lead singer of a band called Bleachers. He's a producer, amazing guy. Um, he did an interview and he said that being in Bleachers and being in fun, before all that, he was in a band that toured and earned about £500 a week to spread between the band. And it was just a delusion that living off a band was a delusion. Mm. But if you keep buying that delusion for long enough, then it has to happen. He's like, the universe is like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Everything it can do to make you stop doing this thing. You're like, I just, yeah. there's something in this. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is, there's something here. I need to keep doing this. And if you keep doing it for long yeah. enough, it has to come off. Yeah. I agreed. Perseverance is absolutely. Yeah, right. Keeping busy. Yeah. Just making sure you're doing stuff. 
as much as you can. Um, Manifest it, baby. <laughs> How is Tor? Sick. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It, it was great. Yeah. It's amazing we, how we five amazing boys time. can be that sleep deprived, as we say earlier, and just wake so, up smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And having, yeah, and just giggling. It was constantly like, just, like, you just wake up in the morning and people be like laughing and yeah. just ready for the, the next ready day. Yeah, excited for the next show. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah, it's wicked. So lucky. Two weeks of fun. What happened with the passport? <laughs> <laughs> Suit. It's a very long and <laughs> so dark story. We we made it the whole way through without the tour, an injury. just without any injury, without no any bit of trouble, no arguments. We all tend to just mess around, yeah, just a bit of play fighting. I, th- I think Connor should tell his story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you shut up. <laughs> so he, uh, we were <laughs> at passport control at Channel Tunnel. We got through it. Didn't got we? through it. And that's why I um, had all the passports in my hand. So I was yeah. sitting in the front. I'd given the guy a thing. And then Alex, I was handing all the passports back to everyone. Didn't Alex, hand it back to me, though, did you? No, yours was the last <laughs> one. So I got, got it. And I was like, dude, I was like, take, take your passport. And I was like, oh, 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 take it. And then he wouldn't get, he wouldn't get it. And then I just threw it at him. And it did, but it hit me in the face. Yeah, but I didn't, lightly. I really lightly like, just kind of went like that. Yeah. And I wasn't even looking where I threw it. And it hit him on like the head. And he was just like, ow. He's like, what the hell? And then as I, I turn, turn around, around to be like, I, what, why are you I, shouting about? I, and threw it back him as it, as I turn around. Like full on, like. And, and Connor really turned around. Hard. And it hit him bang in the eye. Yeah, like square. <laughs> like, can you see that? I've still yes. got, yeah, so yeah, like. Yeah. And it, he like went down. And then and when he looked th- up, it was just blood. All yeah, but we eye. thought we were like, oh, yeah. no, it we was were like, like I couldn't passport. Yeah, so yeah, like, we it split like, like under my eye open serious. and right yeah, in the yeah. corner. And I was going like, I couldn't see a thing. Like it was blood everywhere. And then I, I kind of like, like took my hand away. It was blood all down my hand. Then there was like kind of like a security. I was like, the thing that I was really annoyed about was because I really wanted to go to Paris in the day and go like go to the touristy bits. Because I've never like, I've been to Paris, but like I've never got to fully do the whole tourist thing. And I was thinking, now I'm not going to go see the Eiffel Tower. I was thinking, <laughs> I, I can't. That's yeah. <laughs> like, my what? eyes exploded. Yeah. So then I was, because re- Marcus's reaction was so bad. Like, yeah, I literally. I thought you were just messing around. Yeah. Like, oh, my it eye. was yours. I was sitting next to Ryan and Marcus was driving. Ryan felt and sick. I turned around. Yeah. Ryan was going, basically, that bit from Step Brothers. You've seen it, was going, oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> it was basically like that. And I was like, I was standing there, like, what do yeah. you mean you're going to throw up? And then Ryan's Marcus was like, fuck. He was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I was just sitting there, like, my <laughs> I, I was literally like, my eye must just look like just a mushy ball. And, <laughs> and then, I, I, I mean, it's no, funny now because he can see. I think Marcus's reaction was pretty good. At the time, yeah. shit. Well, yeah. then this, this security guard was kind of standing next to our van and we just stopped. And this was like literally about yeah. to get onto the train. And he just like was going, what's up? And then Marcus was going, we need a first aid car in now. It was like, it's my friend's eye. There's blood, there's blood everywhere. No, 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 Marcus was very... I'm telling the story, Alex. Marcus, little bitch. He was crying. And there was just like... He was super controlled. He almost got to go. Marcus was pretty... 
pretty cool. I, I only felt sick because we I was shocked, so worried. I, I honestly yeah. thought you could, would never see again. Yeah. yeah. You had blood in your well, we, eye. Wait, yeah, but right, listen, we went to any. They said he had a little, <laughs> <laughs> he said he had up, a little tiny cut under his eye and then we went. <laughs> He's like, all the big fuss over nothing. <laughs> exactly. time. The moral so, of the story is Alex is a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we the I came out, I came out the room and I literally got, I, I literally got seen for like a minute or two. She just cleaned my eye when I can see what the cut is and she was just like, it'll be fine. The bruising will swell up and she was like, it's fine. Walked out and he's just sitting there on the table with Sammy, but like, we were probably all right. worried. Like, yeah. And I, I came out of Marcus like, and I was like, look at it, watch this. And I went up to Alex, I was like, I've got to go for an x-ray. They think I've cracked my eye socket. Uh, they also think I won't be able to see for like, where they don't know you the long-term like, damage. Vision's like my vi- I said my vision's getting worse. Sammy just put his head in his head and went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex looked at me just going, oh, what? Sh- yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, was- moral of the story, Connor's just the same amount of dick. <laughs> <laughs> <I am. Yeah. laughs> moral of the story, accidents happen. But just like tame it down a little bit. When you're in the sort of van. Yeah. More of the story, rise perfect. Yeah. No, 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 But no. then I've this legend, threw he up. threw up no. six times before we even went on stage yeah. before Paris. We <laughs> got there and he had food poisoning. I think he no, ate no, no, We no, looked no. like a, a state. We went on the stage and... You're like, covered in blood. I was like... Oh, rise covered in sick. No, I wasn't. He, he literally <laughs> finished the set. stage fright. Alex has beaten someone up. Five stages. He finished the set and just ran straight off back up to the dressing room to fry up again it was oh, nuts no one would have known you watched that footage back yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Right, I was a hero that night he was oh, yeah. famous he smashed it you were the hero. everyone was a hero that night everyone che- teamed together and got us back home safely even though we'd had the craziest week yeah I got back at half seven yeah, everyone shared the, the driving game, yeah. of the van was, yeah. it was, it was after crazy. like a tour like that when you're playing sold out shows you're playing a sold out Scala show which is huge <laughs> I know this was only last week week before last week last week yeah. Yeah, it was no it's last week yeah. Yeah. well it's Sunday week, today it's last Thursday um, <laughs> after that and, and you played hugely like Omira and stuff you've done these really really cool things how do you deal with the emotional high and then you're sat at home in your pants drinking tea <laughs> and you can't get text back. To be honest, <laughs> I haven't had time to sit in my pants and drink tea. Oh, yeah. You have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 actually, it, emotionally, that's quite you're, punishing. <laughs> you say that, although your Instagram story the next day was like, oh <laughs> my God, I'm so depressed. <laughs> 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 I just want to go on tour again. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> I haven't had time yet, I've been so busy. <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> It was kind of like, already it feels a bit like next year's going to be what we got sort of in store. Like mm. I just missed you guys. <laughs> it's okay to feel stuff, right? <laughs> you can have strong feelings. It's okay. But yeah, but like next year, I think, because we don't actually know fully what is booked in and what yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. happen. Like, we just need to spend sort of this month writing and everything. But yeah. it is weird. It's like the... The high coming off of that stage of right. like is huge, men- it's it? huge. You're just kind of like almost like you can't believe what's. I couldn't believe what happened after. Didn't Sky. feel like, like it happened. Didn't, yeah, yeah it didn't feel like it kind of happened. And it wasn't until like we went up to the kind of we went up to the Lexington afterwards, and we saw like a lot of people there that we knew, and we saw like people that would come down to see us, and we were like, that actually just happened. Like it was mental. And then the next, even the next day, I got, I woke up the next day massively hung over <laughs> and I was just like oh man I want to do it all again like, I just yeah. want to do like." but that's what you got to think like it, 
hopefully yeah hopefully it keeps getting bigger nah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it for you mate jp's in <laughs> that's not funny no it, it will though i just know i know from a like of i mean i've been in bands before and i'm starting a new project now which is i'm really excited about but as a producer like having your song come out and like listening to it and playing it to people and they're like oh this is really sick and you feel on top of the world mm. and then literally literally the next day no one cares yeah and it's it's not, no, I don't know many of the careers that are like that. Usually, it's like a yeah. steady progression up, and but yeah. in music, it's so peaks and yeah, troughs. Yeah. Yeah. Just the consistency of it, bit like of being in a band, you've kind of got to keep releasing songs. You got to like just release. Sorry, con- we've had to open the door because it's really hot. But it's fine. You can leave it you open, but there may be some traffic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, just like the one thing we sort of learned from like booking agents and promotes and stuff is like is playing shows, like really good shows mm. and stuff, like and making them the best you can kind of like play them and make them. But then it's also not overplaying because there's a lot of people kind of... Uh, yeah, you see it a lot. You, you see a lot of like gigs being put up for some people going, we're playing here in, say London, we're playing here in London on the 12th and we're playing here in London on the, the 25th in the same month we're playing it. And it's kind of like... Dilutes your audience. It, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you you will have a crowd down there depending on sort of the venue and stuff, but... Those people that came and saw you maybe on the 12th might think, well, I saw them on the 12th. I'm not going to probably see them on the 25th. So it's it's about making your show like a thing that people want to like really look forward to. And it's like a date that you kind of set apart. And um, but then in the meantime, you've got so much stuff you could be getting on with, like releasing tunes, putting out good content, like on your kind of social medias and stuff, even if it's like covers or like anything like that. And yeah, I think. That's the main main sort of thing. You've kind of told us that you haven't got heaps in for next year, but what's next for you guys? Like, what's the next Next thing, thing? we've got a show next week, haven't we? Well, yeah. uh, already that would have been done. It was oh, sick. Yeah, so the next thing is literally this month. <laughs> writing. Right, right, right. Get all these new tunes written, finished up, and all the sort of demos done so they're just ready to record in January. Yeah, okay. And and then we're going to do something bigger and better. And then What's the next venue? Any ideas? Any thoughts? Heaven. I, I want to do heaven. Heaven, yeah. yeah. That'd be sick. Heaven. I saw Fickle Friends at Heaven two years ago. Yeah, yeah I, I, saw, just, I was there. Yeah, we, we, were, were, there. All, we were there. Yeah. yeah, it was a wicked show. It's a big place. We did, all of us. We did it. Yeah. Did, well, oh, what's you, uh, me and Ryan went. Yeah. What gig was it? Fickle Friends at Heaven. Oh, yeah. We did heaven as well last year with the academic. And, yeah. um, I love the Inhaler. That was literally, it was so, that was on like the 5th of November last year. And then we did... Uh, we started like our tour literally around the same time this year, this year. Yeah. I, I keep bumping into you guys at heaven though, because I saw you guys at heaven when I was out for dinner with my dad <laughs> not always with gigs past. is it it's not always we walked down we walked down the stairs and we yeah. were like um, Charing Cross Charing Cross and you were in the Italian restaurant obviously. <laughs> with, with my dad and my brothers and I was like <laughs> and it was just hang on just one window, second like, <laughs> 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 I know that <laughs> they're the guys from Luna Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know those guys. At least Adam thinks we're famous. <laughs> um, final bits for me. Uh, when will you know you've made it? Um, oh. On a headline, Brixton. Yeah. For me, it's when I yeah. when I don't have to have a part-time job. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Just from Luna Bay? Oh, well, I can live off Luna Bay. That'd be nice. That would be cool, yeah. I think, for yeah, for me, it would be nice to kind of do the band full-time, actually have that as a, yeah. as a job like to be like yeah. that's just, my main job I yeah. just say I've never said this before on the podcast please like remember that mm. what you just said because I 
find it's so easy to say that and then you go past that mm. and you're like, actually, I don't want that anymore. I want this. Mm. And you don't appreciate that. You just said that you yeah. would have made it when you can live on in a bay. And that's yeah. going to happen in the next 24 yeah, months. Yeah, to be honest, if I'd started on the foundation degree and then gone, I'll probably like sell, I've made it when I sell out Scala. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's yeah. like, oh, no way. Like for me, yeah. my, at the minute, I'll have made it when my van sells out a show. Yeah. A headline mm. show. Yeah. Because we've not played yet. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it always I'll be there. <laughs> but, then, but then that's the thing. It's goals, isn't it? It's like you you hit a goal and you go. But you have to credit it. Yeah. You have to sit back and be like, I fucking headline yeah. Scarlet and sold it out. It's Definitely. weird how you don't know. You're just like, right, yeah. what's next? You kind of yeah, yeah. take it as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I know it's a silly thing, but please, yeah. please, yeah. when yeah. you get that first paycheck, yeah, you're like, point. I'm living on yeah. this. Please remember mm. right now. Um, what would you say to someone getting into music? Um. Get cracking. Just get cracking. Yeah. Get cracking. <laughs> <It's like laughs> get the cracking. Get the cracking. Crack. <laughs> crack. No, I think it's just if you're going to do it, <laughs> pick <Blimey>. something. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> crack. Oh. Oh. I think if you cut. <laughs> I think if you're going to do it, like, yeah, to anyone getting into, like, music, you've just got to pick something you're really, really passionate about, something that you know mm. that you're going to work at. Because one thing I, I saw at, like, BIM was there were so many people, like, spread about in different bands. And that's great as well, like, especially if you're trying to kind of, like, be a session musician or something like that. It's amazing. But I saw so many people who were kind of especially singers as well that were like um that wanting to do their own stuff like wanting to have their like kind of own projects and stuff and never kind of took off of it never like went on to kind of record their stuff or then play a show because they were almost then too busy to like do anything because they were so involved with so many different projects then it kind of got to their third year and then they realized that bim was up and yeah then it's like you've got to get a job you've got to take yeah. on the real world where BIM is your time well for us it was a time to just focus completely on what we want to do and it's a free record it. it's, deal it's mm. literally yeah it is it's a three year deal where you can do whatever, whatever you want there's like. so much time there's so much time and you can try out anything with music you can try out so many different things but it is if you are getting into music just do what makes you sort of like happy the genre or whatever like that mm. whether it, it not even just like the music side if it's like music management or music yeah like production just pick something that you really feel passionate about and, go ham on it. and then after that you then naturally sort of end up broadening out anyway all together now what's your proudest achievement so far Scarlet for me Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then right to left so start with alex what would you tell 15 year old you if you could sit 15 year old alex down and say this thing to him <laughs> what would you say I'd punch him square I'd be like go and practice the drums because I didn't used to practice much and I alright Sam more time uh, yeah just play more be more be more confident as well just be, be a bit more you know yeah yeah just be more confident I think yeah oh. hmm. Um. I, yeah I'd probably say something sort of similar just kind of play more music, write a lot more, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, start writing. Soon. That's one thing me and Rob have always said. Like, we we sat back and think. We always say, "What if we wrote that when we were like sixteen? Or what if we wrote that?" But then it, like, you know, you write it when it it needs to be written. It's not you can't rush anything like that. But we always used to say, if we'd written those songs when we were like fifteen, sixteen, it would be great. It'd be so it might be different, but it is just right more for me. Like, yeah. I think that would be the one thing for me. Yeah. Right. Um. I agree with writing more. I think that I think that one thing that I don't live by right now and I should tell myself I should tell myself this as a child and then tell myself again now because I'm not <laughs> doing it. But I think it should just be focus on what you choose like I've always known I wanted to do music. So mm. why am I why am I fiddling around with other things to to I know it's for a means of life like I'm I work to get money. But but I could if I just put all my energy into music. Just would I be there? Yeah. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has to be. There has to be some sort like, there has to be doctors. So people train to be doctors, and someone's got to do it, right? Mm. So and there has to be music entertainers. There has to be performers, mm. and there has to be bands. Someone's got to do it. And so why can't it be you? And mm. like, of course, believe in yourself enough. It can be you. I'd say believe in yourself enough. Choose what you want to do and do it. What, what are your Instagram handles, personal ones, please? <laughs> what? Oh. Alex.james.raw. Sammy? <laughs> We've got a bit of <laughs> nickel tweaking action on Connor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this happened so much on tour. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, mine's just my name, Sammy Beniston. Sammy Beniston. Peniston, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Beniston. Peniston. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sammy Beniston. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say Sam. So uh, Sam Beniston. <laughs> uh, mine's Connor. Omar. Connor's got enough followers. I think me uh, and Alex need some. Yeah. <laughs> need some cool. So we got uh, Sam Beniston and Alex Ross. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Thank you. No, Con- Connor. Yeah, Connor Omara. Connor Omara mm-hmm. and Rye. Milligan. And the band. Luna Bay. Luna Bay UK. Luna Bay UK. UK. Yeah. Luna Bay UK. What's your um, handle? My handle? Yeah. It's at Adam underscore Growly. Rob, what's your handle? Castellino. <laughs> How do you spell that? C-A-S-T-E-L-I-N-O-R. At Castell's Band. Oh, yeah, and at Castell's <laughs> Band. At Castell's Band. Two weeks gone Thursday. Great show. Yeah, great show. <laughs> great show. Uh, all I've got left to thirds. All I've got left to say is goodbye. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for Erskine listening. Erskine on the Merskin. <laughs> Rigaskin. Kabaskin. An absolute <laughs> disaster. Rips. <laughs> uh, thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of the Flat Forum if you love this podcast it would mean the world if you give us a review on iTunes it helps us reach tons more people and we'd really appreciate that effort thanks to you guys thanks to Luna Bay uh, and we'll see you next Sunday at 6 cheers thank you Adam.